USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Are you in the market for some new swag? Some comic-themed merch? How about a Sweetwater keychain of your favorite villain or vigilante? Just hop over to the Weeby Geek site and click the Superhero Stuff link and let the retail therapy commence. Using the link helps support Weeby Geeks because they get a small commission from each sale at no extra cost to you. So get to shopping and thanks for listening. to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's Brett, Derek, Jules will be joining us shortly, but joining us this week uh, from the upcoming graphic novel legend, Sam Satin. How are you doing tonight, Sam? Hey guys, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, for those who don't know, what is legend about? So Legend is, the elevator pitch for Legend is basically Watership Down meets The Walking Dead with dogs and cats instead of rabbits and monsters instead of zombies. Um, but it's also just a story. It's a story of survival. It's about a uh, group of dogs uh, who live in this place called The Grounds. Uh, the Grounds is a, a very, is a protected kind of sanctuary in the middle of a very hostile uh, city, what they call the wild. And at the very beginning of the story, their leader... Uh, um, what they call their sun heart is killed by what they refer to as the end dark uh, creature that they, they don't understand. And um, from that point on, they have to kind of forge alliances with their frenemies, the cats, the cat tribe, <laughs> in order to try to um, uh, bring bring down this menace. Uh, and, and Legend himself is the, uh, is 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 actually the, the lead dog who becomes the sun heart after the after their leader dies, and he's the one who has to uh, kind of unite the tribes in order to. Uh, in, in vows destroy this this horrible menace that's 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 threat destroy them all. So that's yeah, that's pretty much legend. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah, when you when you mention um Watership Down and and Walking Dead, I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I completely see but all of that. I mm-hmm. totally see that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that seems to kind of do the trick most of the time. I mean, cuz that's kind of um, you know, I I'm, I'm and I'm sure we might talk about this a little bit more, but like, you know, I'm a huge fan of Watership Down. Mm-hmm. I love the world of the Walking Dead. Um, we don't really deal with zombies as much at the same time, just the idea of in a world where things are things have trouble. Um, but when you're looking at it from the uh, point of view of, of intelligent animals, why why the approach from the animal world instead of? Like everyone else, the human world. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, this is something that's um, that that I've been asked a few times, and I, I like talking about it a lot. Like, it, it, basically, I've always loved animal stories to begin with. Um, I grew up reading, you know, apart from Watership Down, Animal Farm, um, and uh, yeah, yep. uh, Mrs. Frisbee and the, Rat, the Rats of Nim, and ah, um, yeah, yeah, all the all these really great uh, where the red bird grows, and, and you know, even these kind of sillier books like The Mouse and the Motorcycle and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would I would read all these books and I really liked them. I just I, and, I, and I was trying to figure out like you know why that might have been and um, I think maybe it has, some of it has to do with the fact that um, when you're talking about when you use animals, you know when you're talking about animals, like you kind of um, we have these things that we have these traits that we ascribe to animals, you know, uh, off the bat. So like when you're thinking about a dog, you think loyal, and you think a cat, you think independent, maybe, right. maybe. Uh, a fox, you think wily, you know, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And you bring those things into a story, right? And so when you're reading Animal Farm, it's easy to see the pigs being representative of, of gluttony, and it's easy to see the 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 you know the um, the horse being representative of hard work and stubbornness. And you know, so that kind of interested me. That, that sort of that interests me. That sort of way in which you can mess around with uh, with, with with allegory. Um, and so that's why I think that I wanted to kind of work with animals. And and then also just the idea that you know the post-apocalyptic world. It seems like though actually this year has seen a lot of resurgence in post-apocalyptic animal stories, which is kind of funny and kind of fun. Um, I, I, I I don't know what wave we're all riding, but there's some sort of, <laughs> sort of weird furry furry wave <laughs> that's, that's that's being that's being that's being that's being uh, served. But yeah, it's like um, you know just the idea of you have these you have animal stories and you have post-apocalyptic stories, right? And post-apocalyptic stories have their own mechanisms and their own uh, you know their own weight their own formulas. And so what happens when you put one of the, when you mix the two together, you get something really hopefully something really interesting. And then also you know. So that, that I think that's I think that's why I wanted to see like what would happen if animals were introduced to that particular equation. I love cats, so I love their personalities. So I love seeing things yeah. written and from their point of view. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. they're uh, such jerks usually. <laughs> they're assholes, uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah. a couple of them, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's um, Jim Butcher. I just recently read his uh, steampunk uh, book, and I uh, had uh, there's intelligent uh, cat clan, and I uh, just seen uh, the the chapter with uh, told from the cat's point of view is just awesome of what what they think of humans and <laughs> how great they think they are. So I love uh, animal stories like that. Seeing that, seeing their things from their point of view. Yeah, no, cat, cats are cats are you know they're they're so funny because they're you know they're they're they, they are they're 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 sinister, right? I mean, like you know we yeah. we, we love our cats, but they you know they 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 have a mind of their own and oh yeah definitely like, yeah and that's why like in, in in legend like you know um the cats you know while the dogs can you know to be have more of a thought to have more of a parliamentary democracy the cats have the cat tribe has more of a dictatorship right yeah. <laughs> because you can't you, there's no way you could have a bunch of cats like you know trying to um <laughs> you can have a cat democracy what does that look like right <laughs> <laughs> so just, that's just no you have to have like a it has to be ruled with an iron an iron paw mm. like and so that's the yeah i completely agree i have to read that book by the way that sounds good yeah i love uh, jim butcher's books but yeah that's uh, definitely great. a good one he's great yeah yeah, yeah i love the uh, i love the whole um, world that you set up in your book, uh, the way the way you set up the cat, the cat clans, and the the dog clan, and, and uh, even even like Oz the hawk. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, it's um, we had a we had a Chris and I. Chris is the artist on on Legend, the co-creator, Chris Kaler, and he and I had a lot of fun and a lot of just just spent a lot of time just digging into world building, trying to um, discover exactly what this earth looked like. Um, it, it's interesting how you kind of reveal it slowly too. Oh yeah, that's 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 interesting. How do you mean? Well, like you you start off with with a. Get like getting into the whole dog part of it, and then they move, you know, through their journey. They move out into the cat world, and then you kind of learn more about what happened to the humans and things like that. 
Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, that, 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 I'm so glad that comes across. I mean, like we, um, what are the fun things to do? I mean, like, uh, you know, you see, you see the maps at the end of the, at the beginning of each section, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the maps they're drawn by Katie Longue, uh, <clears throat> she, who actually, and so the thing is that what's kind of funny is both Chris and myself, we like, um, old, we like, we like, we're, we game, we like games, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're gamers. And, um, one thing that I, that, that I really like from, you know, old RPGs, is when you would move around the map and slowly the clouds would get taken away. Oh right? yeah, as you, as you discover new things. Yeah, that's that always seemed really. It's a it's a really it, it kind of like really it, it increases your sense of mystery and your sense of like your want to discover and like so I found that really really cool and so we kind of approach um, legend in the same way. I, I want to kind of create this feeling like you're kind of inside a bubble. You don't know what's outside it, and as you explore, you you learn and or maybe you don't. You just see and you have to. <laughs> kind of still you know figure out whether or not you can still you can you still know where you are yeah that definitely uh is uh, aspects of uh, the walking dead as well it starts out in atlanta in this little city and then they travel on and discover all these different uh the the prison and all the other locations as well as they're opening and exploring things up and having to run so i can definitely see that I, i love with the with the um with the graphic how at the end of the story, because uh, this is volume one, um, all the covers and or what I'm assuming these are the covers that we see at the yes, end of the book. Uh, uh, just a, there's a cover gallery and then there's a and there's a there's a cover gallery and a variant cover gallery. There's a cover gallery and then there's some other fan art. Yes, and the short. Just the whole section after it, it's just brilliant. Uh, like the little backstory that you have in here, and oh yeah, and then the write-ups uh, of the tribes and and the tales of the forge and all that. It, it's it, it's a great book. Um, of course. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're talking about the um the the, the dog myth and the cat myth. Yes. Yeah. And then and then the tale of Boris the blacksmith. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, and then uh, what's the other one? Is there also the cat armory? Things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah. I love oh, that. So, so cool. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Now the book itself comes out tomorrow, uh, as we're be. recording Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, the twenty second. Yeah, it should be coming out tomorrow. Um, it should be in most stores tomorrow, uh, depending on shipping, whatever happens in the, in the winds of, you know, as Diamond reaches the shores <laughs> of Atomic Town. Um, but um, either tomorrow or at the very latest next week, uh, next week. Awesome. Um, but it's on its way to shops right now. Yes. And um, and if I, get, and if I get, uh, real quickly, I, just, I, I realize if you wanted to um, wanted anything more about the, the the myths, the cat myth and the dog myth and stuff like that, um, you know, we we have some we've had some great people who have really um you know start you know contributed to our to our volume and um sarah hawkinson is one of them is her name and she's the one who did the flashbacks in each of the mm-hmm. issues and she also did the dog myth that you saw uh okay. swiftest the old dog oh, yeah. yeah so that's kind of there's some, nice. some sort of tie-ins there I love the way that the bat, the uh, the flashbacks were put in there. Oh, cool! So you can still see you saw some of the previous world and yeah, their backstory a little. Now, originally the legend came out as monthly issues, correct? It did. Yes. Um, what was the what was the reception like? Um, 
when they first came out uh, before becoming the collected volume? So before coming the collected volume, um, the first issue was received very well. We we, it was, we were really surprised because it gets sold out before it actually went to, went to shops. Uh, wow. Nice. Like that. And so, so it, and so this, and so, yeah. And, and then the, and the second issue, um, uh, and then from then it actually continued to um, gain a certain momentum. We were kind of surprised by the fact that we were um, able to, you know, we would hear from people saying like, where's the next issue? And um, both of us are new to comics. And so we we're both like, well, it's, it's coming, you know, it's, 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 it's on its way. We promise. And then like, you know, so it's just like, um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool to see that people, what people were, what people brought their, the, basically their impressions of what we had thought we were putting out there versus what um, people were taking from it. And uh, we're just so basically, it just, it just really was so, you know, it, it made us feel so great. And just, just, it was very humbling just to see that people really enjoy what we're putting out there. We, we, we were amazed by it. Grateful. I love the uh, collected uh, graphic novels like this because you get like extra things like the myths and all the extra artwork and things like that. So it's not like you're just getting the retreads of the the previous books. You're getting all the extras as well yeah. when you buy the, the graphic novel. Yeah, right. And actually, that's and that's actually um, I can we can credit that also into to, to the designer and to the layout. We would do layout and Z2 comics because we had all this stuff. Right, we got we were able to collect all these different things in the back of every single issue. We try to get some fun back matter to really enrich the world and we put a lot of thought and a lot of work into it and then we were laying out the graphic novel we, we you know i was just like well just, just you know my initial idea was just like hey just lay it out as you would as they were laid out in the comics you know so just put the comics together and, and see what happens and then designer and the publisher were like a little bit more like well um you know like i think we should do something a little bit more uh impactful so let's put it in to different parts in the end and i think that you know really incur- increases the way in which you kind of get into more which is how we wanted it to be but we just didn't know how to make it happen um, so yeah, so it's actually kind of it's kind of great how it all worked out. Now, how'd you get hooked up with with Chris? So Chris was actually my teacher. Um, uh, like, uh, so yeah, so he nice. was my, he was my yeah, so um, he was my he was my professor at um, California College of the Arts. Um, so I, I I actually ended up going through the the, the first comics program for masters in <laughs> comics in the United States. Wow. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's the first one. I mean, it's not the first. It's not the first masters in studies comics so there's like you know but it's the first one to be called comics as opposed to like sequential art or something like whatever you know so it's like they right. call it comics that's what it is it's comics. darn political so, correctness um, <laughs> yes, exactly exactly and so it's like you know we did we, we so I, I went through um that program and chris is actually my illustration teacher um so he was he did techniques te- illustration techniques and he's kind of like one of those people who's just a like he's he's really good with ink like mm. he just understands how ink works like that's that's he's just he's like a technique genius and so it's like you know and i had already had a book out at the time so we and he had um read some of the articles that i had posted i had done for uh kotaku and stuff and some other you know things at the time that he, he had enjoyed and so we're like we we hit it off immediately and then after i graduated we sat down and kind of had a conversation of like you know hey let's let's do something together. let's work together and we threw some pitches back and forth and then um legend was the one who that, that knew who legs uh, <laughs> for, for for them yeah. so yeah so i take it i take it you're a big animal lover. I love animals. Yeah, I, I'm a big, I'm a big dog, cat, monkey, 
raccoon, um, you know, a possum. Not really a hate possum. Um, yeah, but I mean, everything else, every, all, all the other ones are awesome. They're cute in their own way. They're cute until they bare their fangs. Yeah. <laughs> if, you ask, if you ask Jethro, possums are good with stew. Oh, really? Really? No. I need it. Beverly Hillbillies? Oh, come on. Okay, I just aged myself. I, I, a lot. I keep seeing the new thing is like otter. Like, that's what everybody like is posting is like otter videos. Like, me with my otter sleeping, me with my otter eating a carrot or something. Yeah, everybody loves otters. And also, yeah. um, also, hedgehogs. Oh, yeah. Hedgehogs are cute, yeah. too. They're yeah. super cute. Baby hedgehogs are the cutest. Yeah. They really Actually, are. used to shoot them out on a, our, our horse farm that we had because they were tearing up the lawn. Well, that's. <laughs> Those things do some damage. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sonic. Poor Sonic. Yeah. Poor Sonic. We shot yeah. him and all these rings like popped out of him. <laughs> uh, that's the right kind of. That's the right kind of. That's the right kind of hedgehog shoot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> shoot and rings appear. <laughs> so where did you like come up with the inspiration or to, like to get into the headspace of like a dog or, or a cat and how they would go about thinking for for the book? So um, that's yeah, that's that's interesting. Like so, basically, like um, you know, um, I always I, first of all, I'm an animal owner, and so I own cats. I own cats. Um, two cats in the book that are my my two cats are actually featured in in, in Legend. Um, yeah. One Atticus is actually my cat, is modeled after my cat Amiga Montoya, and uh, <laughs> nice. yeah, and, uh, yes. And then uh, uh, Bagheera is actually modeled after my cat Lilu, and so those are two cats that actually get modeled after. And Elsa is actually modeled after my beagle who passed away recently but um yeah she was she was she was an older she was an older dog but um so yes and, and actually in one more uh ransom dog beginning the one year dog who's, who's killed is actually based off our old dog who passed a few years back oh, wow. so you know so we're trying to actually so one of the things i tried to do is just think about how dogs and cats that I, i've been around interact um and then also just try to understand that you know um it, it, that that the animals really do seem to view the world in a lot um in a lot actually more honest terms I think mm. than people do um, you know it's not to say that animals can't do bad things because they do do they can be you know selfish and mean and you know and they can they can be violent and all those different things but they're honest um, they have an honesty mm. to them but they don't that they, they, it's hard I think for animals to uh, betray their to betray their nature right and so like um, and so that's something I think about when I try to write animals um, I try to think about uh, creatures that um, you know it, it, it's funny like with, with, with a dog um most of the time, your dog, you know, in, in the, a lot, everybody can experience, a lot of people experience this. You get home and you see dog sees. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like the best day of that dog's life. <laughs> right? Every time the dog sees you, it's like, you're the best person in the world. Like, you know, you're, you've, there's never been a better person than you. Your dog is so happy to see you. And, you know, and that's and that's just, you know, and and, and that doesn't kind of dissipate. And uh, humans don't really have that sort of, that sort of uh, you know, uh, mechanism, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just try to get myself in that, in that headspace that way. Also, I talk to people who um, who know a lot about animals, and I get their opinions as well. Um, and I also try to uh, I try to 
uh, uh, well, one of the things that Chris and I did, for example, is we researched how dogs actually see the world in its colors. And so dogs have actually less cones in their eyes than right, they, they right. don't, than, than humans do. And they actually only see, I think it's purple and yellow, purple and green are the only two spectrums they actually see. Um, mm. And so that's why, like, if you if you hold up a tennis ball to a dog, a green tennis ball, the mm. dog sees it and, and just runs for it. because, <laughs> And not just because of the fact that it wants the ball, but because that bright green, it sees it so vividly. And mm. so that's 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 a part of um, how, we, how we got into it. And the good thing is actually that Chris is colorblind. And so oh. the artist is actually colorblind. So it actually works because he actually sees a lot like a dog. So it's, like, <laughs> so it's actually like, you know, so it, actually, it actually works really well. And we were able to kind of um, use that to our advantage in a way. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Is that how, does that answer the question a little bit? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's kind of cool because you can you can use them for kind of any kind of personality that you really need mm-hmm. um, yes. within within the story too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, because it's obviously these stories are about us too, right? They're about yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. When I, uh, as I was reading the book, I was um, <clears throat> I was really getting uh, into the different personalities of each animal and everything, and uh, and uh, I was enjoying the story. And uh, you definitely got me at the end when I got to the last page and I saw the to be continued. I was like, no, I want to know what happens next. <laughs> Good. Yeah, mission accomplished. Yep. That's, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. When does to be continued be continued? That uh, should be answered very soon. Um, right now, I'm just kind of concentrating on the graphic novel and, and, the, and, the, and that release. But um, Legend fans will be hearing more... Uh, uh, in the near future about when to expect uh, the second uh, half budget. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And it, is that all you have planned? Is another another half or is there more possibly in the future coming for that? Or Well, you know, we, we'd like to say that, you know, that, that, that legend is just one story uh, within a world that has a lot of good stories. Right, so, right. Um, you know, the, the, this this is, uh, legend did, legend does have an arc to it. It does have an end that we wanted to, we wanted to bring it to full circle. But there are other stories of the dog tribe and the cat tribe that I do want to tell. And um, I think that those will, will, will be, I'll be thinking about how to do that as we go forward. Oh, that, that would definitely be good. What, awesome. So glad. What plans um, do you envision to see this take uh, coming off the comic pages? Uh, what type of other medium would you love to see it go to? Well, it would be, I mean, of course, it would be wonderful to see some sort of, you know, something in video or film, but, um, you know, I think that that could be, uh, um, but I think that that could be, um, I would definitely, I would love to see it go to film, but I think that that could be a little harder, uh, just because yeah. of the fact that, you know, animals are harder to depict in, in a realistic fashion. But that said, you know, they, they, you know there's a Mouse Guard movie coming out. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Oh, there they did, that. yeah they did the jungle book um the newer jungle yeah. book which is really neat yeah that was great that was jungle good. Book. i really yeah, like that, that. Really good. Mm-hmm. and they actually there's a watership down reboot coming soon too it's supposed to Ooh. be a, a cgi uh, uh, uh reboot so i mean you never know but um i mean it also i'd also think you know for my immediate for the, the near future novel some, some, some sort of novelization offshoots would be really neat just to mm. think about like you know um doing novels within the world and then the more interpretations on uh, on on the on the book itself on the story itself. What about any like merchandising, like plushes Ooh. or anything, or we stuff love like plushes. That? We would love to do yeah. plushes. Ah, oh, that'd do, be great. We want, yeah, we want to do so. <laughs> we would love to do 
plushes and resin figurines and all those different things. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's, something, it's something we definitely think about. Um, it just, uh, yeah, we would we definitely want to do that. Yes, that is something we definitely want to do. Nice. Plushies galore. I love, I, love, <laughs> I we like collect everything in this household, so. Oh, yay. <laughs> From like books to comics to the um, pop vinyls, we got our Racket Raccoon plush oh, <laughs> figure awesome. from comics. I would oh, God. love to see that. I would love to see that. Actually, I, I actually have it. I can show you. Oh, cool. I don't think I can see your. I don't think I can see your avatar though. On the, I can't see your. I don't know if you're the. It's recording on. She's not sure in your. Not sure in her video. No, I'm not seeing it. Oh, hey Jules, <laughs> did you share your video with him? Can you see it? Not right Jules, now. Jules, did you show your video? Uh, share your video with Sam. Uh, I just see it, a pink circle with a person inside. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. How to, I did. I did click yes, but I don't know how to do it. Like, hmm. <laughs> I'm sure uh, it's awesome, though. I'm sure it's amazing. It is awesome. Turn off video. No, that's not it. I'm technology impaired, so. <laughs> that's okay. I, I, can see you. I can see you, though. So I don't, I don't. Oh, cool. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jules, yeah. by the way. Hi, Jules. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, collectible things are just awesome, though. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, you read the book, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, I get to like buy it. You know, you get to buy stuff. That's- I would love that. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, and so yeah, actually, and we have thought about that too. We thought about you know um, what what it would look like to do plushies and 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 you know pop Funko stuff and things like that, and it would be be amazing. Um, hopefully, this time you know six months from now, we'll be we'll be able to uh, discuss um, new developments. Mm-hmm. I want some figurines of the cats in their armor. That sounds just like oh looking. yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I'm, love that as well. Yes, yeah. I'm wanting the beagle because. It the face looks very similar to my my new pup. Um, oh, really? Who, when we adopted her, they said she was a beagle mix. Um, these guys could probably tell you from Facebook photos she's not a beagle. Her she's way too leggy for a beagle. She's a lot closer to a foxhound. Oh, those are beautiful. I love yeah. foxhounds. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised yeah. she's actually quiet tonight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, they they bay and they howl like that, that's like what they that's their mo. Well, well, she doesn't howl. She but when she gets into a barking fit, it's so high pitched. Oh, it's good so, dogs though. Yeah, well, it, it's so high pitched. I think it would drive zombies away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's definitely a weapon. It, it, it's it's yeah. one thing that would annoy the zombies. <laughs> you can weaponize that for sure. So, did you come up with the uh, armor um, or or did uh, Steve Artis? Oh, Chris. Chris, um, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Chris, Steve. <laughs> it's like, you yeah. know, um, no, but, um, yeah, no, we, uh, actually, so yeah, it was, it's cat technology actually. So first we had this idea, I had this idea of, um, of journey cats, right. Is what they were going to be called, which is what they're still called. But, um, I, we were trying to, I was trying to figure out ways to designate what a journey cat would look like apart from his, her tribe, you know, what, what distinguishes a journey cat from other cats. And at first we had these kind of these, these earrings that they would ha- wear in their ears. Um, <laughs> but it didn't look very very, it didn't. It didn't look convincing. It didn't look too uh, too interesting. So um, during the first, when I was writing the first issue, I just kind of stumbled across this idea of, of cat technology, um, which I think actually was really fitting because of the fact that we had, um, you know, the dogs are more shamanistic.
artistic and they have this sort of tendency more towards, you know, uh, sort of this magical thing, right? Uh, and, and, and the cats have uh, a more sort of technological way of looking at the world. Um, they, they, they see things a little bit more pragmatic. And I think that that's why the technology aspect worked so kind of kind of came into this very little naturally. And from there, I just, I went, I was, I was like, okay, we're just, we're just going to go for this. We're just going to do full on cat armor. And we're going to have all, we're going to, and, 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 and we, and we, and so we decided like, you know what that would look like. And, um, and Chris actually, what he did is, so I would describe what the armor would look like and, you know, where, where how they, how it might, um, how it might function. Right. Uh, and also like, you know, I, we also created backstories for how it created like that. And there are some other things that are actually to be mentioned that haven't, uh, haven't been revealed yet that actually allowed to create this armor. But, um, uh, one, one of the, one of the things that, uh, Chris does is, uh, he actually took the materials for what they're created from. And so he actually decides, you know, he comes up with the exact materials, um, that each suit of armor is created from. Oh, so cool. he'll, he'll so he'll find like, um, different, different materials that he, that, 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 that function, um, as production. And that could actually be light, lightweight enough to actually work in, in a combat fashion. Um, so, you know, it's been kind of, um, so that, that's been really cool to me because I also, he was, we were doing that Cac Mandos for, uh, age, uh, drawn by, uh, John Carlos is her name. Um, you know, when she, that, that spread, um, I was, I was talking to Chris, I was like, okay, so I was naming all the cats and I was naming all their armor. And he was like, no, 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 this one is, it's not, it's not plated armor. It's made from, you know, uh, there was this obscure material that he found that would actually be used. And like, and I was like, wow, you, you actually did that. And he went through and he found like all these different, <laughs> these different materials that would be used for the different suits of armor. And it's really great because it actually just helps enrich and, and, um, enrich the, 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 the world that we're, we're inhabiting. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of, so yeah, I, I can't the idea of cat technology and, and what everything looks like, but Chris really, you know, figure out how it works. And so it's kind of a real collaborative, uh, collaborative experience. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that definitely helps make it, give it a more realistic feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, 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 want, we want it to be that. We want it to be a story that while, um, while having its fantastical elements and being, it's a fantastical story, we want it to be grounded um, and be grounded in, 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 in reality. And, and there are reasons for that that, again, probably will be better left until, until the next volume. But um, it's something to do with that, that, that we're trying to, trying to create. Now, do you, do you plan on ever... Uh, getting into more detail about what happened to the humans, or are you just gonna leave that as a mystery? In this, in this arc, I think it's gonna be implied more than more than um, we know. We know what happened to the humans, but um, you know, for the for the for the people that are reading, we'd like it to be um, more more implied than not. Um, at least at this moment, uh, just because of the fact that I think that if we were to uh, directly come out and say this is what happened, I think it might kind of detract. From the animals want you, and the fact right. that they're just they're, they're looking at the world that they're they're and they're seeing and, and, and we're seeing what they're seeing. So we want to uh, so so I, I want to be kind of careful with with um, giving too much away because we can't we, we can only know what they we can only gather things from what they see right and we can we can see more that we can get we can understand more than they can than they can understand but because we can see more details obtained to us but really we're looking through their eyes. I like that. I like the uh, I think the idea of having the two different artists for the flashback and for the main story really works well because it really takes you the color yeah. of the flashbacks and things really takes you back into that into those scenes and then coming back into the their reality it's really jarring coming back so i think it's really works meshes really well with two different artistic styles oh i'm so glad thanks hey, thank you i'm glad you feel that way yeah now sarah's fantastic um she has a really painterly style which which kind of as you're saying kind of in a jar 
jarring but complimentary way works with Chris's uh, graphic style. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this; they really play off each other nicely. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely uh, good for the light and or for the dark, and she's definitely good for the light. <laughs> it's a great way to look at it. Yeah, and the whole book is just beautiful too. Yeah, the artwork is great. Yeah, no, uh, thank you. Chris is um, is really spectacular, and uh, you know we've we've had it. We've had it. We've had a lot of fun and a lot of. It's been trying, but a good way to figure out how to render this this world. And I've heard a lot of artists say that like animals and things like that are the most difficult things to draw. <laughs> so to have like a whole book filled with them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, true, true, true story. Actually, Chris actually hadn't drawn and never drawn a dog before in his life. Oh wow! He drew this comic. He never drawn a dog before. He's like, all right, I'll I'll draw a dog. And so it's like you know, and so he was it, it was it was really challenging for him to. And the one thing I remember him talking about was fur because his style, you know, his his style of inking, his style of brushwork is is you know he has to render every he has he has to feather every you know he does a lot of feathering and and, and you know feather strokes and it's hard for him to render a lot of fur you know because it just becomes really tedious right. and so and I and he'd be just like just like he's like can you pick animals that don't aren't like covered in crazy long fur and I'm like no I'll pick I'm like you know we'll, we'll, we'll make the animals that we need to pick but um you know that that was one of the things and also but he does also say that while animals are harder to draw they're also more forgiving than people because if you draw a person and one of their eyes is lower on the face and <laughs> their left eye is lower than their right eye you're going to notice yeah. it immediately right but if you do if you yeah. do something similar with a dog or a cat you might not necessarily catch it mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's what he that's what he that's, that's what he says anyway he's a little bit more forgiving <laughs> yeah so, that makes sense uh, yeah yeah but you know at the same time you have to learn so many tricks right yeah yeah, it's a lot different than drawing, you know, humans all the time or scenery or, you know, anything like that. It's it's a kind of like a whole different world drawing animals, yeah. I, I would think. Yeah. And as, and as you see, when you if you go to Chris's website, you can see that his, you know, he's the majority of his work is is based in people. Um, so in, in landscapes. And so it's like, you know, this was a very, you know, different step for him, a different direction. But he but he from what he, he says, he's really he's really grown from it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Where can people find? you on the internet uh people can find me on the internet at uh at, at samuel Sa- um is twitter um and that's s-a-t-t-i-n pronounced like the fabric not as we were saying earlier lord of darkness um, <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> and um Hello, I'm Sam, the lord of darkness not the fabric <laughs> the fabric <laughs> I want to carry that around with me every day. I said how I want to speak to people. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, no, like uh, so that, that, that's that's Twitter. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, Legend is on Facebook as well, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash Dogs of Legend. Um, and then you can also check me out on my website, which is samuelsatin.com. And uh, I an- I answer form contacts. So if people want to contact oh, nice. me, I will um, make it my I will give it my best goodbye. Awesome. Cool. Well, we thank you for coming on. Uh, wish we had more time, but we'll definitely get you back. Uh, thank you for yeah. for you know when when volume two starts up. Yeah, that'd be great. You guys are awesome. I love talking to all of you. Um, yeah, and you too, Jules. Even though I can't see your face. Thanks, guys. We definitely enjoyed Thanks talking to you too. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It's a great time. Excellent. So check out Legend, the trade paperback. Uh, it's Legend Volume One, Defending the Grounds. Defend the grounds. Uh, defend the grounds. Awesome. And uh, cool. So we'll be right back after this. 
Did you know that you can shop and support the Weeby Geeks Network at the same time? Every time you use the Amazon link to make purchases, such as a set of CAD sessions, MH510 headphones, to listen to the Weeby Geeks Network podcast, a percentage of your purchase goes towards helping the network. So, to review, browse the page, click the link, shop, and repeat. Thanks, and keep listening. So, yeah, it was cool having Sam on. Um, that was a, a very last-minute grab. But for this Thanksgiving week, uh, I was great because it's kind of a slow news week. I mean, we got a few stories to, to go, but... Um, that really, that really was a great book too. Yeah, yeah. the book is awesome. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to get my hands on an actual physical copy. Yeah, um, tomorrow comes out tomorrow, right? Comes out tomorrow. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. So, and I want to thank um, Dave and the crew over at Superfans for uh, for helping hook us up with some of the guests that we've had and allowing us to read read some of the material beforehand um, that has inspired us to actually go out and buy the actual product when it comes out. So kudos to, to those guys and uh, love working with, with Dave and the crew over there at Superfan. So, um, Brett, you were talking during our break about um, Justice League, or was it Justice League Action? Yes, uh, Justice League Action North American debut uh, will be in December on the 16th um, and on uh, Cartoon Network, and it will air also on Saturday mornings beginning December 24th. So are they trying to be bring comics back on Saturday mornings? Mm. That would be awesome. It'd be cool, if they, did, be cool if they did do that with... Uh, was it the, the old DC block? Mm-hmm. But, Super Friends. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, Young Justice is going to be over on Netflix for season three, not on Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Are they are they doing a weekly release, or are they re- releasing it all at once, like they normally do? Um, I don't remember the story. Oh. Now, I, Anyways, I, uh, go ahead. I was going to say the cast of this is amazing, mm-hmm. or, or who they've announced. Uh, yeah. Sean Astin as Shazam. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Carl Reiner as the wizard. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the first uh, storyline is going to be called Shazam Slam. It's going to feature <laughs> Black Adam. Oh, good. Uh, oh, that's cool. Battles, battles Batman on the Rock of Eternity and unleashes a horde of Dijin determined to turn Earth back to its pre-human volcanic state. Is this uh, all ages? Is this the all ages? Looks like it, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I, I see what you mean by the the art. Yeah, not, I'm not sure if I like the animation style. Yeah. I, Uh-oh. Martian Manhunter looks like a bug. <laughs> I'm hoping it will I'll warm up to it. But so far, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Oh, I'll definitely give it a chance. Yeah. Wonder Woman's definitely got the the glam rock hairstyle. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of angles. Yeah. Yeah. It's. And uh, Martian Manhunter looks like a Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) Stand in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Superman's costume just looks off. I can't. It's almost like they've gone with the uh, the Avengers of Superman, or well, that's like really retro. Yeah, it's almost like they've taken um, the new Avengers of Batman, the new Avengers of Superman, and then even tweaked it more. <laughs> and then Wonder Woman is like taking the modern look and making it fit that same retro style. Yeah, uh, and, and her and it's like Wonder Woman, her hair just 
I, I know my daughter just look at it and go, she needs to go get a haircut. It doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those, uh, if anybody's listening in the UK, you'll be able to catch it starting on November 26th and over in your uh, neck of the woods. Uh, no fair. I know. I know, right? They no. get all the it's good like, stuff first. That's like almost a whole month early. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's talking about December, that was what, December 24th that comes out? Yep. Christmas Eve. How about this one? Oh. December 25th on Netflix, Marvel's Captain America Civil War is going to appear on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh, I really? Did hear they have, yeah. I did hear about that. So has Disney finally gone through or what? Or no, that's not even Disney, is it? it no, Marvel's Disney. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, did that finally go through? Uh, the Marvel deal's been there for most of this good chunk of this year. Oh. I think they I think they worked that out back in the spring. Okay. For, for that type of thing. No. Uh, they announced that a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on my Christmas list. Mine, too. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a great movie. Oh, so good. Even though I saw it like six months after it came out. Or <laughs> however long after. It was forever after. Oh, I can't believe um, it. And, and sticking with the Marvel theme, did y'all hear Inhumans is coming to IMAX and then to TV as its own series? I seem to recall hearing that somewhere on some podcast. I don't remember which one. Are you saying we're stealing from here? another podcast? I, would, would it be stealing if I'm on that other podcast? No. Unfortunately, we cannot ignore the inevitable. You have the trademark, the copyright, or whatever. Yep. <laughs> so. so we're getting Young Justice, but my question is... What about Green Lantern, the animated series that was on before uh, Young Justice? I, and it I got, believe that. It got an unfair cancellation. or It did have an ending, though, kind of, because they knew they were, you know, not coming back. But, oh, oh Saturday morning, I'd get up, make pancakes, and we'd watch them. Well, and, oh, Green, I, I, I don't the know if they, it was the animation style with that, too, or what. I couldn't get into that one. Yeah, I, was, I couldn't either. The, the I way, think it was the animation style. And the way they did Lantern, I it was one season was two different story arcs. I mean, yeah. it's the, it the way that one laid out. Cause first one was you had, um, the whole introduce, you know, it was almost like an introduction to the green lantern universe, uh, and to Oa and, and the whole, um, how this team is being formed to go out and search the rest of the rest of the galaxy and kind of almost be the supervisors of all the other guardians. Um, and then they run into the the Red Lanterns. And then the second season, the second half of the season was just the whole arc of, well, we need to hold back, or we need to go back and defend against the Red Lanterns and prevent that from happening. Mm. Yeah. I just liked it because they introduced Larflees and yes. brought Larflees in. <laughs> Larflees was awesome. That was an awesome book too. I wish they, I wish they were rebirth Larflees. Eh, I'm all set with the Larflees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we've got all the lanterns with the, the new uh, lantern that's going on with the, uh, what's the ring called? The Shadow Ringer? Oh, the Phantom like, Ring, yeah. The Phantom Ring, yeah, yeah, where he has the abilities of all the green lanterns, yeah. or all the lanterns. Mm. I like I liked Larflees at first, but I think when he got his own solo, I kind of lost interest. His own solo series. It, it really <laughs> wasn't, it was not that bad. It really wasn't. I liked it. Um, Make mine green. It, it, it had it had a great it had great couple story arcs that really carried well. It's just 
it, it fell victim to the different, um, like the Villains Month, and oh yeah, you know, so it, it got missed there. It was it was a twelve issue book that took almost fifteen months to release mm. because of some of the the ex, you know a couple months. It was one of the books that was pushed to the side for all the bonus stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Speaking of bonus stuff, the only thing I can think of is the fantastic flop. <laughs> and their wonderful oh. director, Josh Trank. That's Derek's favorite movie. <laughs> oh. He's the only one of us has seen it, so <laughs> I actually did I actually did watch it. Uh oh, you did? I was I, I thought I did. No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I did watch, watch it. it. it, it yeah, uh, that it, sounds it, about right. Yeah. <laughs> did I watch yeah. it? Did, did I watch it? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, actually you would sure remember it if wasn't you watched it. Memorable. Were, were were you drinking? No, I can't drink. No, no. I, uh, at the time that I, you I were watching it, <laughs> let me. No, tell I you, watched let, it like a couple months ago. I think it was uh, on. You uh, watched it. I hope you didn't pay for it. No, 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 no. I don't remember. I, that's that's the bad part. But I seem it, to remember watching it. That would be one of those. <laughs> I would go. I I rent the on demand and then call my cable company, going, "What the hell did I just watch? I want my money back." <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that same feeling when um, DC's The Flush comes out. <laughs> oh, the more I've seen of that, the more it looks so bad. Uh, yeah. Know. DC should just give up and do just do TV shows. I mean, I don't know. They, they've got the perfect. They've they've got a um, casting that they can TV, use. Yeah. And, until they can get their stuff together and make movies that. We love. I have yeah. hope. I have hopes for Wonder Woman. That's uh, my. That's, that's yeah. like the thing I'm holding on to. With the, they messed that up. They it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the presidential election where nobody is ever gonna stop talking about it until <laughs> yeah. they die. If if they were, I'll I'll know after Zoe watches it because we're t- that's gonna be her first superhero film in the theaters. If she says they ruined Wonder Woman, I, I I'm gonna have her blog it on YouTube and really lay into DC about how they ruined her childhood character and she's only seven. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. We're already curious what the issues are going to be when it comes to to the flush. I mean, they're they're already going. Th- they've already gone through what two directors. Mm. Oh, jeez! So. I just need a woman director in there. But I'll do it. I'm do still it. optimistic about <laughs> Wonder Woman. Everything I've seen about it still makes yeah. me excited for it. Well, the best part of Batman Love Superman, I thought, was when Wonder Woman came in, and I was like, wanted more Wonder Woman. So I'm hoping. Yeah, that's true. I, I hope it wasn't just because I was kind of like lukewarm about the movie, and then I was like, oh, Wonder Woman, or if it was because like I don't I don't know. It was just I've, so cool to see her. I've Affleck was she great. Was good. I, I enjoyed Affleck's I, Batman. Yeah, yeah, he was good as Batman. I, I just don't like what they did with him in the movie. I mean, no. we yeah, didn't, I we didn't need the other, that, we didn't need the other origin story again. Yeah, right. yeah. we right. knew he, there was a lot of potential, um, but I'd, I fell short. For we me didn't need him branding bad guys killing yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was kind of, that was, that you know, was, I, I didn't mind that. I mean, it gave a different yeah. twist. Yeah. Batman was just like hardcore, but <laughs> I, yeah. I, hardcore I, Batman. Really, <laughs> I did really like, um, like my favorite Batman is Adam West Batman. And I love Lego Batman and I love Brave and the Bold Batman. So like, um, and I like well, Michael that's, Batman. That's way different from Batman versus Superman. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's different because I li- I love Ben Affleck. I've loved him forever. So I did like his Batman, but I thought the writing could have... I thought his character writing... I thought he did a great job as Batman, but I think the writing was off for his character. They, they did. Like, I think they could have gave him a much better script or... I, I don't know. It's just they, was, did, they didn't know what they were doing with the movie because it was, it was a little bit of Dark Knight Returns. It was a little bit Death of Superman. It was a little bit of Kingdom Come. Yeah, I, it's think, like, I think it would have. I think where it are you going? World story, but not a like a they, canon story. They were all over the place. With that. And you know what? I would flashback though. The flashback or the flash, the future. Um, I'm getting mixed up now. Where he was like taking out all the bad guys. That was awesome. That scene. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Future scene, right? Yeah, or was it a that, dream sequence? I forget. It was a dream sequence that was kind of brought on by the flush. You mean where? You mean where he was shooting everybody? Yeah. 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 In a way, then, in a way, it was, it, it was a really good scene. Okay. But, but then when the flush came in, it was like, what the heck was that? Yeah. There's a head coming out of my computer. What's going, what's going on? Yeah, that was... That was um, now, did anyone catch the continuity error during that whole futuristic dream se- sequence? Here, here, Here's Batman. With eye with eye black around his eyes because of his cow, and then Superman takes the cow off, and he's clean faced. <laughs> there, there's no eye black around the eyes. Like really? That's because that's because the cow has built in brushes to wipe it off when you take it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it has like, built in makeup remover. Right. I'm Batman. Uh, die for that. <laughs> I'm Batman. My cow has moisturizer <laughs> and makeup I'm removing. Batman. Is my mascara running? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't care because you can't see it anyway. Speaking of Batman and my Where's love for flush? Lego Batman, our love. Um, not only is the Lego Batman movie coming out next year, which is like my... I think it's next year. It's either next year or yep. 2018. Year. I think it's next year. Which is like my... like I want to go there for my birthday party and have a birthday party there and like have a Lego Batman birthday party. But... Um, we just got like, well my son my son just got um we did our gift exchange for my in-laws and he got the Lego Batman Gotham City Breakout because he doesn't have it yet and we were watching the other day and it, it, it's funny and I I always think which like, minifigure came with that one the one he got was just the DVD it didn't have a it wasn't like an extra um well the same uh, I was I was, was going to say because a lot of the Lego movies come out with um, the DVDs come with minifigures because there's one that has Trickster. Yeah, we have that one. And then um, there's one with uh, Cosmic Boy. Yeah, we have um, that one. We have all but the one we just got. And then there's another one. Um, there's another one that he needs. Um, and then he got two of the, like, I can read Lego Batman. Batman's like the star of everything, you know, but Superman's in it, too. Uh, I can't remember what the titles of them are. That but, other guy. Um, <laughs> that other guy but Superman just I, I always laugh when he comes on because I, I feel so bad for him because like I don't know he's always like trying to <laughs> I feel like, bad for Superman because he, he goes to Gotham City to like fight crime and he's like oh it can't be that bad <laughs> and like everything's burning and like <laughs> well, me up. before we derail too much further let's go back to why we were talking about the the ruffian Josh Trank Oh, yeah. Ah yes, there was an actual reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, so according to uh, comicbook.com, uh, Josh Trank's canceled Star Wars movie was going to be a Boba Fett solo film. Oh, thank God it got canceled. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See now. 
some people say, like, I think he's trying to say he left, but I'm pretty sure he got fired. <laughs> you can't oh. fire me, I quit. I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure he got fired after after they found out what was happening on uh, over on the Fantastic Flop. Uh, Especially tearing up the residence he was at. Yeah, exactly. So, according to the article, it says uh, the film in question that he would have been working on would have been the oft-rumored Boba Fett film, according to a report from EW, buried in a future about the upcoming films that are getting made in the standalone category. Originally, Trank was going to be brought up on stage for the future filmmakers panel at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in 2015. In fact, as reporters and fans came into the large panel room, Trank's name was still on the giant image advertised as coming alongside Gareth Edwards, director of Rogue One. <laughs> so his pulling out of the project was extremely last minute. That's because Only someone just, didn't someone didn't have Photoshop to be able to go in and quickly edit the PowerPoint image. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, it says it only probably just happened only just before they were going to officially reveal it. He reportedly left the project after the negative experience of Fantastic Four with Fox, which the director publicly derided on social media. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, if his experience with Fantastic Four is what made him decide not to do a Boba Fett movie, then I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to bring us our last story of the night. Um, apparently, in conjunction with Boom Studios, WWE is set to return back to the comic book world as well. As if movies weren't enough. Um, Boom Studios, uh, this is coming from Sports Kida. That's sports, K-E-E-D-A dot com. Uh, Boom Studios are set to bring the WWE Universe back to the comics. The first edition uh, gives us an insight of what led to the breakup of the Shield and how the architect Seth Rollins devised his unholy plans to part ways with his brothers in arms. Um, and yet, if you for those wrestling fans out there who have seen the, the last pay-per-view, maybe the Shield might be coming back together, so... <laughs> A little late with this story, I think. Um, apparently, coming out this week is the first book, um, which the I guess it, the series is called uh, WWE Then, Now, and Forever, which is their tagline as well. So, the art the art in this is pretty nice. And, of course, a wrestling story is going to lead to quite a bit of uh, great action sequences as well. True. So, um, final thoughts. Actually, I do have a final thought. Um, our 200th episode is coming up. Uh, we talked about how we're going to have a comic bento box that's going to be part of the giveaway. We have uh, a set of headphones and a USB microphone. Well, Bruce Zick, our, our close friend of the show, is donating to the giveaway an original comic page from book two, page 13 of Pirates of Dark Water. Ah, oh, awesome. Nice. That's great. Can we join? Can we get into those? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him when he, when he said this, I told him I am so jealous of the winner now. <laughs> that is wow. awesome. And they quit the show just so I can join. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have that. Uh, I'm still working on a few other things as well. Um, we might be getting some stuff from Dark Horse Comics. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but I'll probably, in December, I'll start getting the contest up um, so people can start entering 
for that. Uh, we'll do the giveaway after after the first of the year. We'll announce winners. Um, so you'll have time just, to go through the holidays to, to submit and enter. Is it just going to be, is it just one winner or? It's going to be one it? winner. One big grand blowout prize. Okay. Why not? I mean, it's one shipping bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the way I see it. It's one shipping bill. It's more economical. <laughs> but no, 200 episodes, I mean, that's an accomplishment for, for podcasts. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, how many shows, I mean, I know there's quite a few that get out there at 200, but there's still a lot that never make it past 12. Mm-hmm. So... But no, we're, we're, it's going to be one one large 200th episode grand prize. Uh, I think Joe Caramagna said he's going to donate some stuff as well. Awesome. So, um, and I'm going to I'm going to donate the baby, right? So yes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Joel's Joel, third born. Joel's is third born. <laughs> Diapers not included. I actually have a box. I can send them. Okay, yeah, there you go. Sorry. Yeah. Used or unused? It's like a. Uh, you just have to find out. It's like a. It's like a loot crate box. It's gonna have some diapers, some, right. some formula, some bottles. No, no, do a I, bib. Do we do we put as part of the prize and naming rights to to said baby? Yeah. Sure, because I don't have any names picked out. So yep, nice. works for me. So yeah, so bring on. There. Bring on the Eugene's. <laughs> Derek's like, I'm not entering this contest now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some interesting right. names. <laughs> oh, can goodness. we name him Han? <laughs> yes, you can. You can. What if it's a girl? Leia? Ray. Ray. I still say Han. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a girl, Chewie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, any final thoughts? Now looking forward uh, to eating some turkey and hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving and all our listeners. Yeah. Have yeah, a safe and happy, a happy uh, day. A happy and a safe Thanksgiving. Yes. Yep. Uber, yes. if you're drinking, you have to Uber or tax. I will be having Welch's grape juice. <laughs> I just so Ubered uh, earlier this evening. Oh, sorry. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. TMI. <laughs> I went to Uber because it's like the cool thing to do. I don't even know where I would go. Just like. Just I want to be like. I want to be like an Uber driver. Every like celebrity I see like takes Uber and stuff. So yeah, wow. it'd be a cool way to meet celebrities. It's like, the, it's like instead of taking a taxi, you take an Uber. It's like the cool thing to do now. The yep. hipster thing. Hipsters are around the world. Um, I will say we we are thankful to you, the listeners, for putting up with our nonsense week after week after week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So two hundred weeks to be exact, or close. Uh, One ninety six at the moment. Yes. Wow, that's a lot of weeks. Um, well, if that's going to wrap it up... Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.